This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Hannah Pegel. The Inflation Reduction Act passed the House last Friday evening on a strict party-line vote of 220 to 207 and is now headed to President Joe Biden's desk to be signed into law this week. The legislation passed the Senate after Vice President Kamala Harris broke a 50-50 tie. The bill will provide $18 billion to four Farm Bill conservation programs, as well as $1.4 billion to the Natural Resources Conservation Service to provide technical assistance to farmers and measure the impact of farming practices on carbon emissions. In addition, the bill also includes new extended incentives for biofuels, plus about $20 billion in funding for USDA forestry and energy programs. Michael Crowder is the president of the National Association of Conservation Districts. Speaking on this week's Open Mic podcast, Crowder says this money will help move the needle on conservation goals. It's historic funding for conservation. You're talking $18 billion for farm conservation programs through the Farm Bill that currently are awarded at 30%. So 70% of applicants for EQIP and CSP have to be turned away because there's not enough money. So we can use this money. I say that and recognize that this came with a 51 to 50 vote down party lines. Crowder says he talked with ranking member of the Senate Ag Committee, John Bozeman, and understands his concern for adding money to conservation programs outside the Farm Bill. On the Farm Bill discussion, it's in the historically been a bipartisan discussion. So when you have this reconciliation with these historic funds that are great for producers and great for conservation districts, but there is a concern as you, as you go forward on how that is treated in the 2023 Farm Bill. So my stance as president of NACD is this is fantastic for the work we do. But we recognize that there's, there's some that aren't going to be happy about that. And we're going to work with both sides of the aisle as we go down this road with the 2023 Farm Bill. Crowder also shares NACD's Farm Bill priorities on this week's show, which you can listen to on agripulse.com. Speaking of conservation, USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service detailed today how it plans to use funding in the Reconciliation Bill to help improve opportunities for nutrient management. The agency plans to target funding, increase program flexibilities, and launch a new outreach campaign promoting nutrient management benefits as a broader effort to address future fertilizer availability and cost challenges for U.S. producers. Steve Davies has more details on the announcement in his story on agripulse.com. A meat industry representative is back from a trip to Japan where their economy is still slow to return to pre-pandemic levels. Dan Halstrom is the president and CEO of the U.S. Meat Export Federation. After returning from his first trip to Japan in two years, Halstrom says it will take some time for the Japanese consumer to get used to the post-COVID environment and the food service sector to return to pre-pandemic levels. I was a bit surprised that food service hadn't recovered any more than it had. People are fully masked inside and outside. The family-style dining sector, especially the yakiniku sector, is seeing some rebound. But that isn't true for the whole food service sector. While food service is up, it's from a very low base a year ago. So I think there's a lot of upside uh, later in the year for food service. Uh, Meanwhile, retail and online e-commerce activity continues to boom. Japan is one of the largest export markets for U.S. pork and beef. Based on his conversations with Japanese consumers, 
Halstrom says pork demand has increased. From the standpoint that certain cuts are maybe a little cheaper than beef, uh, and also the fact that poultry prices are so high in Japan, the chicken prices. So I think pork is well positioned in that regard. So there was a bit of optimism at at retail in particular around pork. So uh, that was encouraging. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peckle.